welcome to I Read a Book Once. My name is Emma and this is a podcast where I talk about books. Today I'm going to be talking about Arsenic and Adobo by Mia P. Manasala. And this is what has been called a cozy mystery, which basically means it's a mystery novel, but it's not very scary at all. It's, you know, cozy. You kind of wrap yourself up in a blanket and you're trying to solve the mystery, but you're not afraid for your life as you're reading for it. And let me tell you, turns out that this is my sort of mystery novel, because if you listen to my episode on the guest list by Lucy Foley, then you'll know I typically have some issues with mystery novels when they're too scary, I cannot read them. So this is kind of, this book was right down, right up my alley, right down my alley. I think it's right up my alley. And I really enjoyed it a lot. So basically the premise of this book is Leela goes back home from Chicago to help her aunt run their Filipino restaurant because it's in danger of closing. And then her ex-boyfriend dies while eating food in their restaurant and she is the main suspect. So that's what the premise of this book is about. I'm super excited and I would definitely recommend reading it. So um, this is your notification that I'm going to be spoiling this book. So if you don't want Arsenic and Adobo to be spoiled for you, stop here. Go read the book, which I definitely would recommend. I've already passed it on to my mom to have her read it and she's already enjoying it a lot. And then um, come back, listen to this episode. I have a feeling it's going to be a good one. I don't know. Now, also, before I get started in the plot summary... I'm just going to say right off the bat that my dad's outside mowing. Hopefully you're not going to be able to hear that because I think he moved into the backyard and my room's in the front of the house, but I don't really know. So hopefully I'm not going to have to deal with that. This book's pretty short, only 300 pages, and since I read it a while ago, I might be able to condense it well. So let's get started and let's get into the plot summary. So like I said, Lila moves back home to help in her aunt's Filipino restaurant. So she's Filipina. And um, her parents passed away when she was younger and she was basically raised by her aunt, which she calls Tita Rosie. So Tita means aunt. And then her grandma, whose name is, hmm, forgot her grandma's name, but oh, Lola Flor. And then Lola means grandma. So those are basically who raised her and she lives, still lives with them. So her best friend, Adina, works next door at the coffee shop. And um, she stayed in town while Leela moved away and she was um, in Chicago, like going through college and like trying to get a degree and then she could open up her own, it sounds like bakery slash coffee shop. And her and Adina always had this like plan, this loose plan that Leela never thought was real, but Adina did. So this is tension throughout the book that they would open up the shop together and whatnot. So that's kind of some background information. So let's uh, jump into the story. So like I said, she moves back home and her ex-boyfriend's name is Derek and he has been going around writing nasty reviews. He's now a food critic. He goes around, eats at a restaurant for a month and then writes all these horrible, horrible reviews and then moves on to the next restaurant. So now he's currently targeting Leela's family's restaurant, which is called Tita Rosie's Kitchen. And so he comes in with his stepfather, whose name I can't remember, He's also the landlord. His stepfather and the landlord's name is Mr. Long. I think his first name's Ed. I'm just going to call him Mr. Long. So the two of them come in, they're eating, and then Derek ends up um, passing out into his dessert and then is taken to the hospital. He's not doing well, and he ends up passing away. Then the police are called. They come, and they're investigating things. And while they're there, they find a... Oh, I guess I should also issue a trigger warning for anybody who, like 
police planting evidence is triggering the author issues this her own trigger warning at the beginning of the book with that she has an author's note and she talks about she provides content warnings for indications of evidence planting and police intimidation as well as drug use fat phobia racism and domestic violence most of those things are um either implied like the domestic violence is implied and the drug use is like not very you hear about it but you're not seeing like depictions of it so okay wow remember when I said I was going to do a good job and now the book probably only 20 pages have gone by and I've talked for like two minutes about nothing so anyways he ends up dying the police show up and they find drugs in Leela's locker they're not hers she would never do drugs because her cousin her Tita Rosie's son whose name I don't know because he never actually shows up in the book is um it sounds like a drug addict and something bad has happened in the family past and oh they're opioids also so everybody knows and so they have decided that she's the one that's killed Derek also because she made some sort of flippant remark right when Derek was eating about like dying or something I don't remember exactly what the remark was and so she is arrested and brought into the holding cell and they think she's the one that has killed Derek even though we all know that she hasn't. So um, she like ends up having to stay the night but makes bail and while she's there she meets this other this Japanese woman whose name is Suki maybe I don't remember. I don't know if that's right. I don't know. So she meets this Japanese woman who is being arrested because her and her husband were getting into a fight or something and she ends up like hearing some interesting things about Derek from her and implying and like inferring that the two of them were having an affair Ooh, and she was married and this Japanese woman is married and whatever so she ends up getting out and um, they find out that there were traces of arsenic on the plate that um, Derek was eating off of so mm, maybe he was murdered with arsenic but she doesn't have like and then they find arsenic in the rice bag so it's like okay somebody's planting evidence and blaming it on Leela and her family and also there's some weird romantic tension between the detective and Tita Rosie like Detective Park is low-key like I'm pretty sure in love with Tita Rosie but like I don't know what he thinks is going to happen because he keeps arresting her niece so I don't know anybody who's like let me go out with this person who keeps arresting my niece you know like I don't know about that so anyways she ends up having Adina's uh, brother Amir is a lawyer so he comes in and becomes the lawyer for the family and there's some history between um, Leela and Amir they both like have feelings for each other probably but they've never acted on them because of Adina like that's her best friend that's his sister's best friend they're not trying to mess that up you know so there's just like some underlying romantic tension so anyways he's the lawyer he shows up at the beginning they go to the hospital and they're trying to like interview some people to figure out how Derek died so this is before they know about the arsenic they run into Janet who is Leela's old arch nemesis because she dated her boyfriend Terrence for like three days like in between when when her and Terrence were broken up and whatever the heck so she's never liked her and she's like get out I'm not telling you anything then Janet ends up calling her and is like, you know what? I actually, I'm sorry I was the worst. Like, let's meet for lunch. So Adina and Leela are like, bruh, let's go around to all these restaurants that Derek was writing shady reviews about and interview them. So they're going and they do that. They go to this Mexican restaurant. But before that ends up happening, Leela like cracks a tooth on Kevin, who is the coffee shop owner 
has some biscotti. She ate it. She cracked a tooth. Kevin's like, go to the dentist and I'll pay your bill. So she's like, all right. So she goes over there and she meets Jay, Jay Park, who is Detective Park's younger brother. And he is apparently quite attractive and they kind of flirt. And then she's like, come eat Mexican dinner with me and my cousin and Adina. And he's like, okay. So they show up and they're like talking to the waitress whose name I don't remember, but Adina is a lesbian and her and uh, this waitress are like getting it on. Like they're flirting up a storm. Like, ooh, like I should really look up what this girl's name is because I'm sure she's going to be an important character in the next book, but whatever. Oh yeah, by the way, this is going to be a series. So, ooh, interesting. I'll get onto that later in the discussion section. So they're finding this out. And then the next day, Lulu's like, all right, I'm going to meet Janet for lunch at the sushi restaurant that Suki and her husband own. So she talks to the husband and the husband, again, like at both places, they're telling them about Derek and how shady he was and how like they went somewhere and like he would come and they would think he liked his food and then he would write these horrible reviews and then the health inspector would show up on the one day that something was broken and then like they knew a guy who would um, give them a deal to like fix whatever thing was broken, blah, 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 and not put it on their record. Sounds shady. So then she... Janet never shows up. She goes to the hospital. She's like, bro, where's Janet? And like this lady's like, I don't know. Let's go to her office. So they go into the office and Janet is like been attacked in her office, like hit over the head, bleeding and like is passed out and whatever the heck. So they're like, whoa, what is going on there? So then the detective shows up and is like, I'm convinced that you were the one that hurt Janet because you guys didn't like each other. And they're like, what the heck? So, you know, Amir shows up again and is like, what is going on here? Blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, this is ridiculous. The reason they didn't like each other was over a boy, like not whatever. And then the detective was like, Janet. So then apparently we find out that Derek was dealing drugs, like prescription medicines, like opioids. And Janet was probably his supplier. So now he's like, Leela, you're a drug kingpin and you were the overarching person in charge. And Derek turned informant and was like telling the cops things and was like, you knew Derek was going to rat you out in two weeks during the big bust. And so you killed him. And now, you know, Janet's going to do the same thing. So you tried to kill her too. And we're like, are you kidding me, Detective Park? What is wrong with you? And the thing with Detective Park is that he like was from, I think he was like a cop in Chicago and his thing was like drugs. Like he was like a drug buster or whatever the heck. I don't know. And so now he's moved back to Shady Palms, which is the name of this town. And it's like three or so hours away from Chicago and Illinois. And now he's like a police officer detective there so he could be near his parents and take care of them, whatever. So like he has this thing for drugs. I don't know. It was a little sus. So then they invite everybody over for dinner and Jay and Amir both show up and it's clear they both like Leela and then they're like not getting along. We're like, what the heck? And then Adina gets really mad at her and we're like, what is going on? And then the next day is Derek's wake and Leela shows up and Mr. Long is like not letting Mrs. Long talk to her. And it's like super weird and like all this different stuff. So then um, Leela feels bad that she didn't apologize like for everything that happened and being like, I'm sorry for your loss and whatever at the wake. So she goes over to the house. She finds Mrs. Long. They go inside and Mr. Long has been stabbed with a knife and has died. So now they're calling the cops, whatever. Then it turns out the knife was Tita Rosie's knife. So she's arrested. So yikes. So Mrs. Long and her sister-in-law end up staying the night at their house, Leela's house, even though, so Tita Rosie's like let out 
on bail or whatever and like the reason the knife was there is like she had like brought food over and like just like left the knife or was preparing it for some reason so we're like hmm who killed Mr. Long we don't know and so now it's like Leela's basically like you know I didn't kill what I didn't kill Derek blah 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 and she's like I know we know who killed him and we're like what we know who killed him what is going on here like all this different stuff so then she's like I'm going to go apologize. She has a meeting with Terrence and it was super weird. And she, he ends up telling her about like Derek, like doing drugs and like mentioned something about the woman who died of like the year before from a drug overdose being the previous owner of the cafe that Adina works out and now Kevin owns. And turns out that was Kevin's sister. And so we're like, oh, I also forgot this whole thing in the middle, um, before the wake, the day before that, they are getting the health inspector to come because they can't have their restaurant be open until they're cleared from the health inspector because somebody died there. And so it's like, hmm, what's going on here? Blah, blah, blah. And then when they go in, all their food and everything is trashed like everywhere. And then Detective Park has the gall to be like, you did this on purpose to seem like a victim. And we're like, are you kidding me, Detective Park? And this is when Tito Rosie really goes off at him. It's like, I don't want your fake sympathy toward me. Like, you're ruining my niece's life. Like, get away, you know? And I'm like, you go, Tito Rosie, you go. Some At some point, either when she's talking to Terrence, because Janet is his fiance now and whatever, we find out, I don't know from who, we find out that the tox report shows that Derek was not killed from arsenic, but was actually killed from um, liquid nicotine. So it's like, hmm, that's suspicious. So we now know there's like evidence that Leela's not the one who did it. So she's like, I got to go make up with Adina because her and I have been fighting and it's weird. So she goes there, she like yells at her. And then I think she goes to meet Terrence and that all happens. And then she calls Adina and it's like, oh my God, this is what happened. And then Adina's like, come here, whatever. But then Adina is nowhere to be found and has been attacked. And it turns out Kevin has attacked her. And the reason why is, like I said, his sister died. So she was like a reformed, like she was a drug addict, but she was reformed. She was sober. And then she came to town, bought this like cafe, and then Derek got her hooked on drugs. So he wanted to kill Derek. So he had been slowly poisoning him with... um the coffee like because he was the one who always made Derek's coffee but then like poured the whole thing of the liquid nicotine in his coffee that morning and Derek drained it all before he came into the restaurant so that's how he died and Kevin like attacks Leela and Adina's in the back and then they like there's this missing dog statue that um Janet had made for Leela that Derek had seen or not that Derek had that Kevin had so you know that Kevin was on that attacked Janet as well and Leela ends up throwing at it at him to knock him out because he's, like, attacking Adina and, like, all this different stuff. So then the cops come and things are resolved. And then at the very end, you find out that Kevin was not... Oh, and then Kevin gets put into a coma by getting hit by this dog statue. But Janet comes out of the coma. So she's able to, like, corroborate a lot of the story, blah, blah, blah. And then you also find out that Kevin was not the one that killed Mr. Long, but that Mrs. Long was actually the one that did it because he was... An abusive husband but Leela pretends like she never knew that and Mrs. Long and the sister-in-law disappear into the night and the Mrs. Long gives Leela the um, deed to both Tita Rosie's restaurant so that they're no longer in danger of closing as well as the um, cafe next door that her and Adina are now going to be co-owners of and like really do their dream so that was the plot summary I don't think I well you know what 
It wasn't as long as other ones have been. Was it as good as other ones? Probably not. But like, it's okay. We're moving on. We're like getting over it and we're moving into the discussion section. I want to start with one thing that I really enjoyed about this book was that, I mean, I really liked it overall. Don't get me wrong. But like one thing that I thought was great is that there's some books, you know, that have glossaries at the back of them that kind of will define words or tell you how to say them and whatever. At the front of this book, there was a pronunciation guide for all the different sorts of foods that they were talking about. And there was also definitions and descriptions of them, which was great because I've never, I don't know if I've ever even eaten Filipino food before, or at least like a lot of it. Like I've probably had it once or twice, but I've never been to a Filipino restaurant. And so like there was descriptions of these foods and things like that, that I just didn't know. And then there was other words, there weren't a lot of words that were in Tagalog, which is the language that they spoke. Um, But there was like pronunciations and definitions and things like that. And that was great because that really helped me a lot so that I knew kind of, okay, when I'm reading this, like I know what this word means and I don't have to like look it up and whatever. And I love that it was at the beginning instead of at the end. And kind of going off that, one thing that was interesting, so I've said the main character's name a lot now. So her name is Lila and it's spelled L-I-L-A. This is a name that I always struggle knowing how to pronounce. So one of my favorite books that I've um, read like from on my phone, which has a stupid name, it's called Puppy Christmas, which is a really stupid name, but like it takes place during Christmas and it's about these sisters who own like a special needs dog training sort of thing. Anyways, it's super good. And the main character's name is also Lila, 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 unsure how to say it. Her name is L-I-L-A and her nickname is Lil, which makes me think her name is Lila, but you don't really know because you never are told how to pronounce it. And this is a name that could be pronounced Lila, 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 like, although Lila sounds weird to me. So like, I feel like that can't be right, but that's how I say it for this other book. But for this one, I was like, determined. I was like, okay, I need to know how to say this before I start reading the book. So I googled basically like, because I was pretty sure it was a Filipino name, I was like, okay, how would Filipino people say this? And I got Lila. And I was like, okay, so that's what I'm calling her throughout the book in my head as I'm reading, you know, as I spoke, that's what I called her. We get halfway through the book and it turns out, so let let me explain. So they're halfway through the book and this is when they're having the dinner at their house and all these people are there and Jay is there. So it turns out that her name is pronounced Lila, but most people just call her Lila. And that's also how she'll introduce herself like, oh, hi, I'm Lila. Because when people look at L-I-L-A, they might like, they're like, oh, that must be Lila when it's actually Lila. And the reason why, so she's just like, I'm over like trying to explain this to everybody, blah, blah, blah. So I just introduce myself a lot of times as Lila instead of as Lila. So I continued to call her Lila throughout the rest of the book because I'd already done that and because that was the correct way to actually pronounce her name. So, and the reason why Jay asked her like, oh, is it Lila or is it Lila? Is because he hears her family calling her Lila and she had introduced herself to him as Lila. So that is like a little bit about her name. I wish that had happened earlier in the book, just because at this point I was like over halfway through the book and I had already been calling her Lila. So like it would have been nice to like have that little conversation earlier, but I understand. One thing I also think is interesting about that is I had this friend in high school and she was very adamant that people say her name correctly and I totally understand it. My name is Emma. It's pretty difficult to mess up when you live in the U.S. and it's a popular name and it's easy, basic, and white. You know what I mean? But I have lots of friends who 
are not white or do not have white sounding names, you know. And this is something, especially in school, that was a thing that bothered them is that whenever they go to class for the first time or have substitutes or anything like that, their names are always mispronounced. And so my friend was like, if I ever became a teacher, I would figure out how to say all my students' names before the first day so that they would just feel so good that their name was said correctly. And at the time I was like, you would never be able to figure out how to do that, blah, 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 like whatever. And she was like, I would do it because it'd make them feel good. It's like, that kind of stuck with me. I'm like, yes, it's really important that you say people's names correctly. And just because it's not a name that you know, and it's not a basic sounding white name, like you still should respect a person by calling them by their actual proper name and the pronunciation of their actual name, you know, right? Like, like just practice it a couple times, like ask them how to say it, practice it. You can do it. Like we can call people by their names correctly. Like we can do this people. Let's come on. Let's make a promise now that we're going to try and do that. So anyways, that just kind of stuck out with me. And like I said, I just think that like when I, this was actually my April book of the month pick, which I forgot to mention earlier. And when I saw that her name was Lila, I was like, oh my God, L-I-L-A, the name I, that is the bane of my existence. I don't know how to say it. And so I was so glad when halfway through the book, there was like an explanation of actually how to say it. So let's move on and talk about Leela as a character now that I'm done talking about just her name, you know? This was interesting. So I really liked this book. Like I said, it was a cozy mystery and Leela was like a likable character. I enjoyed being her head. But there was one thing that was I kept noticing increasingly about her the further we got into the story and that's that she's kind of selfish. And so let me explain this. I talked about a little bit about how her and Adina kind of got into like a fight and like it was kind of weird and you don't really know what's going on. And the reason you don't know what's going on is because basically Adina's mad at Leela because they had this plan that they would like make, they would start their own shop together, like blah, blah, blah. And Adina thought it was real and Leela never thought they were serious about it. She doesn't want to be in Shady Palms. The only reason that she's in Shady Palms is that she caught her boyfriend cheating on her. And um, this is not Derek. This is like some other random guy. And her aunt was like, we really need your help. Like, that's the only reason she came back. When she graduated, she was like, I don't want to live here. It's like a small town in the middle of nowhere, Illinois. And like, I don't want to do this. And that I don't think is selfish to leave, right? If you don't like your town, it's too small, whatever. Like you want to live in the city. You want to like follow your dreams. That's fine. I don't think that's selfish for you to leave. What's selfish is to not come back for five years. Like when your family's the one who's like helping you and supporting you and getting you through school. So like I and like the other thing is her grandma was not nice to her. Like that was where the fat phobia and fat shaming was coming from was from her grandma mostly because Leela is overweight. But like her aunt was like perfectly nice, like all this different stuff. And so it's like she never came back not to see her friends, not to see her family. And that I think is a little bit selfish. And then as well as like when she does come back, like just a lot of the action she does, like she forgets about her plans with other people all the time. Like she just like the way that she her thought process was like when you read the book, it's a bit more clear than for me just like explaining it right now. But like it was very clear that she was like kind of a selfish person a little bit. And not so much that it was like she was so selfish she was never doing anything for anybody else. But it was also very clear that like she was not a self-sacrificing or like a very, um, I don't know if giving's the right word, but like 
she was definitely kind of selfish. So that's why her and Adina are fighting. And at the end of the book, she says that she is going to stay and her and Adina are going to open this restaurant. But she also says like in her internal monologue that like she knows she's not going to live in Shady Palms forever. So that's where it gets kind of interesting to see kind of like in the future, this is probably still going to be a tension that we're seeing of her like everybody wanting her to stay in the town, but her wanting to leave. But now she's also got the tie to her own restaurant slash cafe place as well. So I don't know, it's, it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens with that as the series goes on. And also just like, I was more on Adina's side for a lot of like, for like their conflict specifically, except for the fact that like part of the reason Adina was mad at her is that she started catching the vibes between Leela and Amir. And she was like, what the heck? You can't be liking my brother. And for that, I'm on Leela's side. It's like, okay, you guys have been best friends since like middle school or elementary school or high school. Like for a really long time, like it's not the end of the world that your brother and your best friend have feelings for each other. Like I'm not too concerned about it. Like both of them are nice and like don't treat their partners badly. So I don't know why you would be like super upset about that. But for the whole like most of the friendship like leaving her behind or forgetting about things or not taking their dreams seriously not asking questions about how they were doing stuff like that then I was on Adina's side with that so kind of going off of that let's talk about the future of the series so like I said this is the first in a series that's called a Tita Rosie's kitchen mystery series basically so my guess is that Leela will be the main character for all of these different books and what's going to happen is different things will be happening in the town and her and Adina are going to go investigate and be like, we got to get to the bottom of these mysteries, blah, 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 blah. So I don't know exactly what the next mystery might be. One thing that strikes my mind is I mentioned earlier that Leela's cousin is a drug addict who ran away from home. I mean, I don't know if that's exactly how to say it, but he hasn't been back in Shitty Palms in years and years and years. And one of the characters in the book credit mentioned before I think is his ex-girlfriend and like I don't know so like that maybe he'll come back and that'll be like part of the plot or something like that I don't really know so that's one way it might go I've already talked a little bit about the fact that like so Adina and um Leela are opening their new restaurant so Kevin was the owner of the place and then you know he was the killer so he doesn't own it anymore they get the deed so they'll probably just like it could be something about like their opening day like setting that up and then something bad happens we don't really know so like that's something that could potentially happen I'm sure we're gonna see more of this detective park Tito Rosie sort of thing going on and of course this love triangle between Leela Amir and Jay are all is gonna be part of the plot as well so let's talk a little bit about that if you've heard some of my other episodes you might know that I absolutely hate love triangles but I actually didn't mind it in this case. And I also think it's a little unclear as to which man Leela will end up with at the end of the day, or if she'll even end up with either of them. She does not go on any official dates with either of them. She does not kiss either of them. There is some like mild flirting, but like nothing serious, but you can tell that she kind of has feelings for both guys and they both kind of have feelings for her. And I think that this book set it like the ground very well of being like, this is something we're going to investigate in the future and you've got like the brother's best friend like childhood friends like blah 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 and then like a doctor or a dentist actually I guess 
So, I don't know. I liked both of them a lot. I think I prefer her with Amir just because, first of all, he was introduced first, and I'm almost always partial to the man that was introduced first in the storyline. And the second guy could be way better, but I've been introduced to the first guy first, and I'm already, like, partial to him. So, that's kind of a thing for me. I don't know if for other people that's a thing. But, um, I, like I said, I didn't mind it. I definitely think she'll probably, like, end up dating both of them. Like, what I think will probably happen is she'll date one of them and they'll come to, like, a cross of the roads where, like, they're just not compatible for, like, futures or something like that. And then she'll end up dating the other one and that'll kind of probably be endgame. But I don't really know. I don't know exactly what these mysteries are going to be. Then also, like, let's move on to talking about Detective Park and Tita Rosie. Detective Park's clearly in love with Tita Rosie. Tita Rosie's husband was also, I think, addicted to drugs and, like, stole things and then left. So, I'm pretty sure he's either dead or they're divorced or something like that. So, it's not that she couldn't date Detective Park, but like I said earlier, why the heck are you going to date somebody who arrested your niece, was, like, trying to pin all of the bad things on her, like, all this different stuff? That just seems not, not cool, not right to me. And we're getting up to the end of time here. So, I'm just talking about two things real quick. One actually quick and then one not. So, the actual quick one is the cover. Go check out my Instagram at I read a book once blog so you can see a picture of it. I just think the cover's kind of ugly. Like, I'm not gonna lie. It's not the worst cover ever, but it's just kind of basic and almost childlike. I don't know. It's got Leela on the cover and then her dog, who I never talked about, like, on her shoulder. And then she's cooking some adobo and there's some rice. But, like, and then the back of it is almost worse. There's like a poison bottle, a knife, the dog again, like some other ingredients. And I, I just don't like how it looks. It's just not for me. And I wish it looked a little bit different. But you know what? That's not a huge deal. It didn't keep me from getting the book or really super enjoying it. The last thing I want to talk about is Cozy Mysteries and Did I Know Who Did It? So like I said, I think Cozy Mysteries are for me. There's other mystery novels that I've read and that I have on my shelf that I really enjoy a lot that I don't know if I would necessarily like define as a cozy mystery, but there was just something nice about this. Reading this book though did make me like get really worked up at certain parts when Leela kept getting arrested and there was the evidence planting and like things like that. That made me so mad because I was like, I know that this isn't right. Like, I know that somebody's messing with it and she's getting arrested and she's getting blamed for it, but it's not her. So, like, my sense of, like, right and wrong and fair and justice and whatever really, like, it was really making me angry to read that because I was like, this isn't fair. This isn't right. And it got me so worked up. But, like, most, but, like, I wasn't, like, afraid reading this. And that was, like, something I really appreciated about it. The other thing is that I did not know who did it as I was going through so I was pretty confident that Mrs. Long had murdered Mr. Long because he was the worst. And so like that didn't surprise me, but like trying to figure out who killed Derek, I thought Mr. Long, it was him for a while. And Mr. Long was trying to kill Derek, which is why Mrs. Long made that like comment about like, we know who killed him. He was giving Derek arsenic like little doses every single day. And the reason behind that being, um, I think I said Kevin was doing it, but it was actually... Mr. Long, and that was because Derek wanted out of, like, the drug dealing and of the, like, the stuff like that, and Mr. Long was like, no, we got to keep it up, like, you can't be, like, pulling away, blah, 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 because he was also involved in all of that, which I didn't mention before, so, um, I thought Mr. Long had killed him for, like, a bit, 
And then I was like, I didn't know if it was like maybe one of the restaurant people, but that didn't really make sense to me. I was like, I don't know who it could be. And then it ended up being Kevin. And I was like, what? Because Kevin, I didn't talk about a lot in the plot summary, but he was like there throughout the book because Leela spent a lot of time in this coffee shop, like hanging out with Adina and Kevin would just like be there. And Kevin also came to her house and like helped clean up the whole like, um, their restaurant and stuff like that after it was like ambushed. And I'm pretty sure that was Mr. Long who ambushed them, not Kevin. And that aspect that like, uh, uh, took all their food out to raw and like broke their stuff and whatever. And so like, but then it did make sense to me that one, that it was Kevin, once it was revealed that like his sister was killed by Derek and the drugs and whatever. And like, it just like clicked. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. And I know that if you listen to the guest list episode, I'm not going to spoil it, but like what I complained about in that book and that is that in a lot of mysteries, it's like the least obvious person. And it's like all these other people have motive and you're like, it's obviously you like it should be so and so because they actually have motive. But actually, it's this person that has no motive until it's revealed to them, which is something that bugs me. But in this case, I like couldn't figure out who it was like all this different stuff. And it didn't bug me that it was Kevin and that I wasn't sure it was him and whatever. So with that, let's kind of get into the end. So I want to start first off with what's going to happen next week. Next week is not going to be a typical episode for a few reasons. I'm working my way through the Finch Merlin series. And if you are aware, if you've been here for a while or scroll through my episodes, you might know that last Halloween, I did a special three-part series on the Harley Merlin series, which is a fantasy series about magicals, i.e. witches and wizards. There was nine books in that series, so I did three books per episode instead of having nine separate episodes. The Finch Merlin spinoff series has eight books, and I want to read all eight and do something similar like I did with the Harley Merlin series instead of having eight separate episodes pretty spread out because I'm reading them like months to weeks apart. So I'm reading that right now, and typically I have a couple episodes ready ahead of time, but if you're aware of the Blood Air series, reading Blood Air and Crimson Tigress or no, Red Tigress, really put me in a reading slump, really took me a long time to get through those. So I am recording the week I have read these books and like editing and posting them that next week, right? So next week, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different, a little bit special. I'm not going to be talking about a book in particular that I'm reading because I'm reading the Finch Merlin book, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be talking about bad writing tropes that I hate. So this is not me talking about love triangles, but about little tiny things that really annoy me. So like specific word choices, specific situations. So here's a spoiler. One thing I hate is when books start off with the main character's alarm going off. It really bugs me. I'll get into it more in the other, in next week's episode. But a lot of these are going to be talking about books that I've read on my phone, specifically on Wattpad and things like that, which just amateur people writing. And so there are some amateur writing mistakes. So I'll be talking about that. So to kind of wrap things up, and this is also something that I might be doing once a month now, just because I'll be reading more of the Finch Merlin books. Like I don't have as many new books to be reading because I've really read all of them. So there's rereading and stuff like that. And like life is getting busier for me. So there might just be less reading in my future. So we might be getting more of these episodes. I don't know. I'm not going to make any promises, but to finish it off, go check out my Instagram account at I read a book once blog. You can DM me your opinions on this episode, on other episodes, or on books you think I might want to read, or in this podcast in general. 
You could also email me those things at ireadabookonceblog at gmail.com. Also, make sure to like, rate, subscribe, whatever to this podcast. It would really help me out and it helps other people find it, which I would super much appreciate. You can also check out my website, I Never Update, at ireadabookonceblog.com. And uh, I think that's all for today. So I'll catch you guys next time.